Before tonight's episode, I want to let you know about our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium, the best way to experience the show and get a good night's sleep. With Get Sleepy Premium, everything is ad-free. You'll receive a bonus episode every week and have full access to our entire back catalogue. Your support really helps and means so much to us. Simply tap the link in the show notes to learn more. Now, a quick word from our sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you two free episodes each week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, and welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. My name's Thomas, and it's my pleasure to be your host. Tonight, we'll be taking our fifth visit to the ever-popular Rainy Day Bakery to follow Lily as she makes yet another delicious treat for her customers. This time, it's fudge. This cozy bakery-cum-cafe is always a favourite for us to return to. Perhaps it's the charming protagonist herself who runs the bakery, maybe the friendly locals who visit, or simply the relaxing atmosphere, sweet aromas and warming comforts. Whatever it is about the rainy day bakery that you love, I hope it will help you fall asleep once again. And since this is such a beloved series on Get Sleepy, we're offering a bonus episode tomorrow night for our premium subscribers that stitches together the first three installments from the rainy day bakery into one continuous play episode. It's over an hour and a half long, so it will give you plenty of time to drift off while you listen. So now, let's take a moment to get settled more deeply into bed and into relaxation. The setting for our story tonight may feel familiar cozy and comforting to many of you by now. A place you know you can rely on for all those soothing attributes. And the spot you're in right now, snuggling into bed, may well bring you that same sense of familiarity and comfort. Enjoy the feeling of your head sinking into the pillow, giving your neck muscles the opportunity to completely relax. And embrace the luxurious sense of your entire body gradually easing into a deep state of rest. 
even if you feel some tension or achiness in some areas of your body. Just know that gradually, as you continue to relax, they will all melt away, bit by bit, allowing you to drift into a soft and soothing sleep. For now, just enjoy the coziness of your bed and the coziness of tonight's story too. Let's join Lily as she wakes up on a drizzly autumn morning. delicate rain pattering on the glass gently eases Lily into wakefulness. She doesn't open her eyes at first, but keeps them softly closed as she savors a few more moments of rest. Without realizing it, she dozes off. The sound of the rainfall mingling with visions of damp streets and puddles in her mind. And then, slowly, the dream fades as her mind returns to her bedroom. Lily smiles and opens her eyes at last, grateful for the few extra minutes of sleep. Even now, the sound of the rain is growing faint. It might let up altogether, she thinks, as she stretches her arms above her head. She traces circles with her toes, feeling her ankles warming up with every turn. Then she slides her legs over the edge of the bed, Once her feet have found their comfy slippers, Lily makes her way into the kitchen. Like she does most mornings, she puts the kettle on for a nice cup of tea. She loves the sound of the bubbles forming inside it. It's familiar and soothing, a kind of cozy background noise to the otherwise quiet morning. Bubbles and rain are the two things Lily can always depend on at this time of day that make this place feel like home before the sun comes out. She thinks about the other small, meaningful details of her life as she spoons dry tea leaves into a metal tea ball. Twisting on the top, she hangs the ball by a tiny chain 
from the rim of her mug. Once the water has boiled, Lily pours it over the leaves. She watches the hot water take on the color of the tea leaves as they steep. This is a detail she appreciates. No matter how many mornings she watches her tea, it always creates new color patterns in the mug. The act of making tea is familiar and yet new and exciting at the same time, she thinks. Lily pours a splash of milk into her tea and then carries it over to her wooden window seat. Looking out through the glass, she can see her neighborhood is still shrouded in darkness. The rain has given way to a light mist, and she can make out the first wisps of fog rolling in behind her neighbor's house. The man who lives across the street keeps a beautiful garden during the spring and summer months. Even now, in autumn, everything growing around his house seems perfectly in its place. The brown, red, and yellow leaves that have already fallen from the trees overhanging his lawn remind Lily of an artistic splattering of paint on a green canvas. He's still asleep at this time of morning. Most of the neighborhood is. I must be one of the earliest risers in town, Lily thinks with a smile. But she doesn't mind the hours she has to keep to run the bakery. It makes her happy to know that her customers always have a place to go when they wake up too. As she gazes across the street, Lily notices a small bit of earth that's recently been turned. He must have planted his bulbs yesterday, she realizes. It reminds her that she should probably do the same. There's a small garden just outside the bakery where Lily has experimented with planting various things over the years. One year she planted herbs, another tomatoes and peppers. Now it's a flower garden, or it will be in springtime. But she needs to get her bulbs in the ground soon. They rely on the cool autumn soil to wake up from their slumber and put down roots for the spring. I'll have to remember to bring them with me to the bakery today, she tells herself. After finishing her tea, Lily takes one final glance out the window. 
the fog is rolling in around the house across the street now. Fog was in the forecast, Lily remembers. She's always enjoyed a good foggy day. There's something mysterious and magical about fog, she thinks, as though enchantments and worlds of possibility are hidden just out of sight. The thought makes her grin as she stands and carries her mug over to the sink. After washing it out, she leaves it to dry on the bamboo rack and heads into the bedroom to get dressed. Today, she chooses a red shirt with yellow details to wear. If it's going to be a grey day, she might as well bring a pop of colour with her outfit, she thinks. By the front door, she finds a paper bag filled with flower bulbs. They are fairly round, and in between hard and soft to the touch. The daffodil, narcissus, and crocus bulbs remind her of onions and garlic, while the hyacinth bowls are reminiscent of turnips because of their reddish-purple colour. Lily slips on her coat and gently stuffs the bag with the flower bulbs into the large pocket. Then she puts on her hat and gloves and loops the handle of her green and yellow polka dot umbrella around her wrist. She opens the door and for a moment stands and looks out onto the quiet street. The fog is obscuring her view in all directions. She can only just make out the line where the pavement meets the road in front of her house. She imagines the rest of the homes are sleeping soundly tucked away in gentle folds of grey. Lily takes a deep breath. The fog and the rain before it have had a cleansing effect on the air. It smells cool and rejuvenating. Feeling refreshed, she closes the door behind her and begins her walk. Small puddles dot the pavement, but none are so big that Lily has to walk around them. Her boots allow her to make her way through them with a little care and attention. It mustn't have been raining very hard, or for much time last night, she thinks. It's nice to walk down to the bakery without her umbrella open, too. 
she takes advantage of this and looks up into the grey sky. The fog encircles the tops of the trees that line the street, weaving in and out of their brown branches and among their colourful leaves. Lily reaches out a hand and swishes it quietly through the air. She can feel the mist gathering on her skin. Looking at her hand once she pulls it back, she sees it's dotted with countless translucent droplets. Normally, she'd be tempted to wipe her fingers on her coat to dry them off. But instead, she brings her hands together, inviting the moisture into her skin as though she's applying lotion. It's soothing, knowing she's connected to this place, this weather, to the trees and the sky. Lily lets her gaze fall on the space where she knows her neighbor's house should be. She can see the edge of his drive, but the house is hidden behind a white and grey mass of fog. Her neighbor has two cats, one white and one black. Lily hopes they're snuggled up together in their favorite window seat dreaming of warm summer sunshine and catnip. As she continues on her way, she listens to the rhythmic sound of her feet tapping the pavement with every step. The fog makes sounds feel closer than normal. Everything is amplified under this blanket of weather. It takes longer than usual for Lily to spot the bakery. Its recognizable, multicolored door peeks out from behind a swirl of fog for just a moment, before being tucked away once again. Lily smiles. Even if she couldn't see the door at all, she'd still know it was there. She's done this very same walk every morning for so many years, she could probably find her way blindfolded. But still, it's a comfort to see it and to know she'll soon be stepping inside, surrounded by the familiar aromas of coffee beans, sugar, and flour, and plugging in the twinkling fairy lights that will bring her little shop to life. She pulls out her set of keys and inserts the right one into the lock. Heading inside, she wipes her feet on a mat and then switches on the overhead lights. Then 
she takes off her coat and hangs it up, leaving the bulbs in the pocket. Before going behind the counter, she finds the end of the strand of fairy lights in the seating area and plugs them in. They flicker to life above her. That might be my favorite moment of the day, she thinks to herself. She knows she's back home at the bakery as soon as the fairy lights are twinkling overhead. With a feeling of gratitude for this comforting space, she takes a deep breath, inhaling the deliciously familiar scents within it. The coffee beans smell acidic yet rich. The flour is dusty and reminds her of weekends spent with her grandmother baking all sorts of wonderful treats. And the sugar is sweet and a little bit burnt, reminding her of days at the fair and holiday cookies shaped like trees and ornaments. Exhaling, she feels her muscles relax. She rolls her shoulders a few times, allowing them to warm up and stretch out. Then she walks behind the counter. Before she left the bakery yesterday, she set aside a recipe for one of her favorite cold weather treats to make, fudge. Looking at the worn, handwritten page, smeared with cocoa powder fingerprints and torn at one corner, is enough to bring the rich chocolate taste to mind. Yes, she thinks, this is exactly what I want to make today. One of her favorite things about this recipe is how simple it is. It only calls for two base ingredients, chocolate chips and sweetened condensed milk. Lily thinks for a moment about the flavors of fudge she'd like to make. Some of her regular customers always request peppermint so she'll have to get out the peppermint extract and a package of candy canes to crush on top. Rose loves hazelnut fudge, so she'll need whole hazelnuts for the top. And finally, she's been in the mood for some rich orange chocolate. So that's what she'll make for herself. She even has some leftover candied orange peel that she can use to give it an extra kick. She heads into the pantry and finds her trusty double boiler, 
the right size pans, wax paper, chocolate chips, sweetened condensed milk, and all the flavorings and toppings. Balancing them in her arms, she carries them behind the counter. Setting them down carefully, Lily admires her shiny silver double boiler. It's the secret to well-melted chocolate chips, her mother told her. Over the years, she's used bowls over pots and other variations. But when it came time to open the bakery, her mother's words echoed in her mind. And so, she got her very own gleaming double boiler. Lily fills the bottom pot halfway with water, and then nestles the second pot on top. She places it on the stove, and then shakes a good portion of chocolate chips into the top pot. As the water below heats up, the steam melts the chocolate evenly, without causing it to burn. With a wooden spoon, she gently stirs the chips, watching as they transform from hard to malleable to soft and gooey as they move round and round the pot. Soon, they've melted together into a molten lake of chocolate. Lily adds the sweetened condensed milk and stirs to combine them. She'll make the peppermint fudge first, so once she removes the boiler from the heat, she adds a spoonful of extract and stirs again. The sharp, cooling scent of peppermint fills her nose opening her senses and making her think of cold winter days full of ice and snow. Before it has a chance to cool too much, she pours the chocolate mix into a pan lined with wax paper. Ribbons of fudgy liquid cascade into the metal holder filling every corner like lava running through a rocky channel. Lily uses the wooden spoon to scrape the sides of the pot, making sure every bit of fudge is accounted for. Then she gently lifts the pan and taps it on the counter, helping the liquid fill any remaining gaps, and evening out the top. Now, it's time to add the topping. From a nearby drawer, she retrieves a heavy rolling pin. One by one, 
she unwraps several red and white candy canes, peeling back the plastic in strips. Her fingertips get ever so slightly sticky as they touch the sugary sweets. She places the candy canes in a bag between two towels and then pushes the rolling pin back and forth on top. Subtle snapping noises let her know the candy is breaking apart. Once it's crushed into tiny pieces, she gathers some in her palm and sprinkles it over the cooling fudge. The larger chunks of candy will give the fudge a nice, crunchy texture, while the smaller ones will lend an extra bit of peppermint essence. Lily carries the fudge over to the cooling racks, where it will wait until it's ready to be sliced and served. In the meantime, she'll wash up the pot and prepare the next two batches. Before she begins the next batch, she zests a whole orange. She'll use the little flecks of peel to give the fudge a brighter, citrusy flavor in combination with orange oil. Once she has the chocolate chips melted and stirred together with the milk, she adds the zest and oil. In the pan, this melted fudge glistens in the light. The oil lends it a silkier texture. Lily can picture the way it will melt in her mouth when she takes the first bite. She places curls of candied orange peel across the top of the fudge, gently pressing them down so they'll cool in place. Then she pops one piece in her mouth, delighting in the sharp citrus flavor muted by the thick, sweet coating. Finally, it's time to make the hazelnut fudge. Just as she's about to put the water on the stove, Rose appears on the other side of the counter. It sure is foggy out there, she says to Lily. Rose tells her she got turned around this morning leaving her house and thought for a while that she'd gone the wrong way. The fog was so thick she could barely see her hands in front of her. But then, in the distance, she saw the twinkling lights in the bakery windows. They were like little guiding stars ushering her through the gloom to her home away from home. 
Lily smiles broadly as Rose recounts her tale. And she's particularly excited to let Rose know that there will be hazelnut fudge coming her way later on. Oh, that's my favorite, Rose says, clapping her mittened hands together softly. Lily pours a cup of coffee and hands it to Rose, who carries it over to a comfy seat by the window. Returning to the stove, Lily sets up the double boiler and combines the chocolate and milk, just like before. Then, she removes the mixture from the heat, adds hazelnut flavoring and some crushed hazelnut pieces, and pours it into the lined pan. To finish it off, she carefully places whole hazelnuts in neat rows across the top of the fudge. Every piece will have one, adding crunch and depth of flavor. Glancing over at Rose, she sees the other woman smiling as she catches a whiff of the hazelnut fudge. The rich scent permeates the air, mingling with the orange and peppermint, the perfect medley for a chilly day. While she waits for the fudge to cool, Lily decides she'll use the time to get the bulbs in the ground. Besides, it's a slow day, and I'll be able to see anyone coming in, she thinks. She walks over to Rose and lightly rests a hand on her shoulder. I'll be outside if you need anything, she says. To her surprise, Rose offers to help. How lovely to have company out in the garden, Lily thinks. While she feels completely at ease spending time alone with her plants, she always enjoys time spent with good friends. And after so many years, Rose is most definitely a good friend. Together, Lily and Rose head to the door, slipping on their coats and scarves on the way out. When they reach the small garden, Lily pulls the bag of flower bulbs out of her pocket. Rose opens the top of a workbench where a few tools are stored, and finds a couple of trowels. The two women kneel down on the ground, laughing together as they feel the dampness of the soil soaking into the knees of their trousers, and begin to dig. 
they chat about all the seasons they've watched go by here at this bakery. There was the time Max from the hardware store accidentally ordered twelve dozen cupcakes instead of two dozen for his daughter's birthday party. They were practically begging people to take cupcakes with them for a couple of days. And the one summer when a storm came in and washed out a few roads, stranding visitors in town. Everyone congregated at the bakery, making coffee and snacks and collecting blankets, children's books and more to keep their new guests comfortable until the roads were repaired. We've had some good times here, haven't we? Rose asks. Lily nods, patting down the soil around the last flower bulb. Standing up, she steps back to admire their work. Rose follows her. They stand together in companionable silence, sharing a moment of reflection and gratitude for years well spent. And Lily watches the fairy lights twinkle like guiding stars in the foggy gloom, leading all who need a home away from home no matter the weather, to the rainy day bakery. <laughs>